Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hi, hi. How are you? Hello. Hello. Excited He's... to have another guest here. Yes. He said, Ella Dijo. Hello. He said, Ella Dijo. Listeners, we are very excited to have a guest. Her name is Luna Velez. She's a Puerto Rican actress, best known for her roles on ABC's How to Get Away with Murder, HBO's Oz, Fox's New York on the Cover, and Showtime's Dexter. She's been around for a long time. Puerto Rican, do you Puerto know? Puerto Rican, I know, I know, but I know Lauren. I know her by Lauren Velez. I guess it's Lauren Luna Velez. I'm gonna ask her. Are you going by? Are you going by Luna Velez now? I'm not sure. She's a twin. Her sister is also a performer. She is incredibly talented. Like I said, she's been around for a long time. All timer, veteran, phenomenal actress. Um, she's a lot of fun and she has two big projects that she's promoting. So we're going to go say hello. Let's bring her in. Yeah. Hi. Hey. How Hi. are you? Hey, girl. Hey, mama. <laughs> ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien. Fantásticamente bien. ¿Y tú? Muy bien. Te ves tan linda. Mira para allá. I love it. Ay, <laughs> gracias. Today was a press day. Okay. 
you know, I wish I woke up with hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> it would be I amazing. Up this way. Well, I know. Thank you for being with us on He Said Ayatiho. Yes. And uh, wait, first and foremost, we, we, we just learned, she said, Roz is like, I've always known her as Lauren. And then Luna. It's Lauren Luna, but now you're going by Luna? It's Luna Lauren, yes. Oh, ah, Luna Lauren. Pero yo siempre te he dicho Lauren. Siempre, siempre, because my, you know, I was always Luna to my family. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but I, since I was a teenager, I was like, mommy, I really want to, I want to, I want it to be legal. Why did you name me Lauren? I said, okay. no, my Latino. And she was like, it's too late. You already did a, you have a, I did a play and mm -hmm. I finished Dexter and I took a year off. I changed legally. I, I added Luna and I was like, that's it. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. It confused people for a long time, but to tell you, I just thought it doesn't, it makes me happy. It's good. Listen, if it makes, it's interesting because we have the same agent, Eric, um, and yes, Barry, yeah, Barry McPherson. And, and when I got the, the producer said we have Luna Velez and I was like, oh, Luna. And I was so, is that Lauren or Luna? Is Luna the sister? I was so confused. And then my, my agent um, emailed me saying, you have my client. Oh my God. I'm so happy. You're going to interview Luna. And I said, but Barry, Luna, Lauren, I'm like, which one is it? I, I apologize. I was like, I've never heard of Luna, but I'm so glad if it makes you happy. And, I, and Luna is a beautiful name, first beautiful. of all. It speaks it's, more to like Latina, Luna Velez. Now it's, you know what I mean? Undeniable. Well, I know my book. So, it's, so now it's Luna, Lauren Velez. So you're doing Lun, Luna, Lauren Velez. Okay, so that's what it's going to be. Luna, Lauren Velez. I love it. I love it. Good, so talk to us. You have two massive projects. Um, one is already out. That is doing phenomenal. The other one opens June 9th. Um, but I want people to know about you, uh, Lauren Luna. I want them to know about, I know you're Puerto Rican like me. You were born and raised in New York, correct? Claro. Yes, I was. I was born in New York. Born in Brooklyn, raised in Rockway Beach. Okay. And, um, yeah. And then you go to Puerto Rico often? You have family in Puerto Rico still or no? I do. I have some family in Puerto Rico. And I was going there a lot right after the hurricanes, doing some relief work. Claro, claro. You know, and at the helping out is wherever we wherever we could. It's been like four years since I've been there. Okay. You know, with COVID and all that stuff, I just haven't had a chance to to go. Did you and grow up I, going there? What? Like back and forth? Yeah, she said she was used to no, go a, a lot. No, as a kid. As a kid, you did go a lot? No. As a kid, we didn't, you know, it's, okay. it's too much for my, I'm one of eight. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. So it's pretty, <laughs> and my dad was a cop. So on a cop salary, it was just like impossible. Claro. But we cousins sent to us, you know, and so that was, that was pretty funny. You know, whenever they were punished, they sent them to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And when did the whole acting thing started for you? You always knew this. Always. Would, always. Really? Okay. Second, well, second grade. Still, it's, okay. It's early. I played a groundhog in the school play, uh -huh. and I had two lines, and um, the kids laughed at me both lines because my first line was, "I'm the groundhog," and they were like. Oh, <laughs> and um you know then i just swore that day i was like this is this is it for me and and you know success will be the best revenge i can get on them. exactly right oh my god so and my how is it is based on revenge <laughs> <laughs> isn't all of acting though i feel like a lot of acting just based on revenge I'll, I'll, i'm gonna show every, you every time you I get know. a job it's like you know what ha <laughs> i'm still here it's true. It's oh true. my God. You know, it's interesting. Like 
Lauren, I was maybe my, I was my early twenties. And I remember that I met this, um, producer that at the time was, he's passed away, this Englishman. Um, but at the time he, he produced a lot of big movies and I was in awe of meeting this person. Right. And he was very, very nice to me a little bit. Sometimes he would look at me and I was like, I don't know if that's a little bit of like a condescending type of look. Right. But I wasn't very clear until years later, somebody said to me that he said once that if it wasn't because of my looks, I would always work at McDonald's. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. Yes. Right? And this is years later. I was nothing but sweet to this man. Right? And I was in awe of knowing him because he was this big, I don't want to say the name. He's very well known in the business. Um, and when the person said it to me in passing as a joke, can you believe? Ha, 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 ha. He used to say, ha, 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 ha. Right? And I was like, I laughed. But I never to this day, to, on a daily basis, I think about that old man. Right? And it's interesting because every time that I go, you know, if I ever have the privilege or the honor or whatever to win something big acting wise, mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, I wanted to be an actress. I was already working on TV when, when he said it. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I would love to say, and this is for so-and-so, you mother. <laughs> it's like one of those moments that you just go, it's about revenge. Then I go, you know, Russ, you're bigger than that. It's about gratitude. Who cares what this old man, God bless him. You know what I, I mean? It is, it is what it is. You know, if anything, it helped you and it pushed you to work even harder. Just so, and there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. God bless him. I think you do what you have to do. Every, every job is honorable. But I was like, um, just because of that, I'm going to show you. I'm going to be more successful than you. <laughs> you know what? It's great when it can, when it can, I mean, first of all, I, I find that so shocking because your work is so wonderful it's and it doesn't hurt to, to look like you. you know, although <laughs> my mother now is like, I'm like, oh my God. Because I'm shopping at Lowe's with you for a toilet seat. So I can't wear that right now, mom. But she's, you know, my mom is always like, how fabulous you look. Oh, and thank it you. It makes me proud. It makes me proud because thank I you. know you. And I think you're so wonderful and you're so beautiful. But thank you. Person and, and watching you do so many things in both languages yeah. is really inspiring. It's, That's it, awesome. It's really great. And um, to the other point, it is about gratitude. I mean, listen, every I I I never lose sight of the fact that I'm doing what I love. Mm -hmm. For it's ridiculous. As mad as I get, as frustrated as I get, and it happens on you know on a regular basis in this business. There's so much that will just knock you off your feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I just keep saying you are one of not that many. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a very small percentage of people who want to do this and who are actually doing it. And I, I, as I get older, I become even more appreciative and more grateful. hundred percent. So at what, um, at what age or what period in time did you say, okay, I'm leaving New York. I'm going to Hollywood and I'm going to go take this massive leap. Or did it start in New York where you, started committing with an agency there and doing the work in New York? I think it actually, I did have that moment of taking a leap. I, I started in New York. My first play was a musical. I was, I just finished high school, was in my first year of college. And uh, I auditioned for Dreamgirls. Oh, wow. And it was a national tour. And I, I got it, which was at the time I was like, well, I'd never been, I'd never been away from home for more than one night. Oh, wow. And I, 
I know it's really crazy. And I separated from my twin. I've never been apart from my twin for one more than one night. So it was a huge, huge shift. And I was gone for a year. And then I came back and um, just kept going. And then a couple of years later, a friend of mine said, why don't you come out to LA? And it felt huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. separation around it i bought this jacket that i thought if i have this jacket i'm gonna get every roll <laughs> okay i saved for it i, mean, I love it. it's really fascinating to think about all these little steps i took thinking like hollywood was like this one place mm-hmm. like a destination that you arrive at and yeah. everyone's there you know you're there rosalind's there. like all these famous people are there and i walk into hollywood Mm-hmm. wow that's you know a, like that at all that's amazing and you've done so your resume is so huge um lauren you've done so so many movies and tv and theater you've done it all you've been around for a long time doing consistent solid fantastic work um oz dexter new york on the cover like all of them to this day do you have one specific role that you you go that, that one made me so happy it was a privilege to go to work every single day and I exercise my muscle and I love I fell in love with acting all over again I like it like that my first movie I I will to this day I think it's one of the best female roles ever punto punto like for anyone and um I will, uh, you know, be grateful to Darnell Martin forever for casting me in that I mean it was such a a pivotal moment and one I'll never forget the experience of. It was the most, you know, honest I've been. Mm-hmm. I even think about the fact that we went to the Cannes Film Festival and I, I bought my dress at Macy's. Wow. You know, it was like awesome. no like filing, no claro. let's get a magazine cover. It was so every ounce of that movie was just the most authentic, oh. authentic work, part of work that I've ever ever had. Claro, que bueno. Eso fue con Lisa, ¿verdad? Con Lisa, sí. Con Lisa. Claro, yo me acuerdo, sí. And, I, and I, as you know, Lisa is one of our, Lisa Vidal yeah. is one of our dear friends. Lisa is like, I adore that human being. Yeah, so Lisa much. is really, I mean, her spirit. Oh, it's a special lady. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I just love that you went to Cannes and you you bought a dress that most people could fully relate to and be like, yeah, that's what I'm buying because that's what either I can afford at the time or just what I want to spend to go to this massive gala where you see just such a show put on every yeah. year at a festival like that. And to just be you. But the simplicity. And go there and show up with the simplicity and still that's stand what, out. That's what's brilliant. The simplicity. simplicity. And it, nothing was that complicated by, by, back then. Right. You know what I mean? There's no pressure. It was so complicated. 
<laughs> I think back then, I mean, there was sort of just the, wow, this is a big deal going to yeah. camp. But my, my feeling is that people used to think more as actors, Do you know, like my, yes. my, I'm a, I'm a child of the seventies movies. Mm-hmm. And my big desire was like, I want to work with these people. Like I want to be a fine actress and nowhere in that, did that include, I hope to rock the red carpet or I hope I get on the cover. I know. Those are, it's just becomes, so, there's such a, a business component to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it took me a very, very long time to get used to a really long time. And I, you know, it's it just, it's, there's nothing you can do about it. It's there. You have to sort of accept it and, you know, sort of grow with it and be part of it or, or not. Or not. Yeah. Absolutely. And listen, and it's, uh, it's going to continue evolving. And I think it's going to get even more ridiculous, to be honest with you, you know, because I agree with you nowadays, um, when it was about the work, it was just so fantastic. But the, the fact that now we have to compete against influencers and people that might have a more presence in social media just because they want that number because the studios believe that if they promote it the movie is going to be huge mm-hmm. even though it's been proven it doesn't really matter you know it doesn't matter, matter how many millions you have on tiktok or instagram just because you're selling something it doesn't mean that they're going to show up and buy it That's you know right. but they don't they they don't care and it's not i don't think it's uh, it's as much uh, not not everything i don't want to he always says you you throw these blanket statements you know <laughs> but i think more more and more it's not about the work it's about so many other different factors and it's heartbreaking but longevity still yeah. pertains to the work often because if you get yeah. exposed and you don't have the the talent you're not going to continue they still to don't go. care i mean to a degree you get cut <laughs> off unless you're just you know mega 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 star in some other capacity you know and you're just coming in then they might let it ride a little longer but um yeah it's the business is evolving quite a bit it is evolving yeah. and now we have to worry you know about being scanned and ai and yeah. all these which is so mind-bending to me it's yeah. like what, what is going to happen you know who knows but i keep thinking uh, I believe, I, and I want to believe that people will always want to connect with humanity. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I really still strongly believe that you can't replicate. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that that keeps us in, in business, but it's, it's worth fighting for. It's worth fighting for our own image. It's worth fighting for our own, like actual flesh and blood selves. And, um, you know, today when I was getting hair and makeup done, they're like, who, what would happen? Somebody gets scanned during that movie. We don't have work. Mm-hmm. We oh don't. My, my goodness! And all of a I thought, wow, yeah. Like, but I think so- that's where we're that's where we're heading. It's going to be inevitable, you know. And I understand that. Yeah, we're fighting for our rights, you know, and and we have to. Otherwise, this is just freaking <laughs> the devil is taking over, you know. But but I, I go. I wonder if this resistance that the powers of be are having. Besides claiming we we don't know where it's going, therefore we cannot really have an educated conversation because we don't know. I, we, we don't know. What, what, let's just take a year by year until we find out, right? But I think they do know that it's inevitable and because they know it's coming and it's going to be so huge, there's nothing they can do anyway because things are going to evolve. Everything is cyclical. Absolutely. De acuerdo. And it's not even coming. It's here. Like it's yeah. happened. We've seen it. A friend of mine went to a screening and at the end of the film they told them you know what do you think about the last scene uh that was added at the last minute and everyone commented and then they were told that was all ai 
And wow. my friend told me and said, I was, she said, I was so disturbed. And she didn't tell me the name of the, I have no idea what the but film AI was. actors, all that? Yeah. Wow. Really? And I was like, that's unbelievable. And she said, yeah, they, th these actors were not actually there. They just recreated something. Oh my god! That's scary. So to your point, Ross, it's it's it is inevitable and it's here. But I always think that there, it, I I believe mm. in resistance. You know, okay. not not as a personal um, ideology for myself, because mm -hmm. I think the more you resist, it persists. Your, you know, then it's like you know, it's like like that. Mm -hmm. I do think there is there are certain things that we can just say maybe slow down or maybe there's this caveat if this happens then I want to make sure this happens so that's my hope that there's a way that <laughs> this you know Transformers is all about the humans and these aliens working together mm -hmm. which I never understood that Transformers were aliens I didn't know that either okay so they're aliens yeah, they come from another planet, essentially, which Be is an alien. Yeah. You know what? My question is, it's the following. I'm sorry that we're deviating. We're going to talk about your two, your two movies. But I went to this event three days ago, and there was um, Al Madrigal, which is a, a phenomenal comedian and actor, you know, and he produces. And we're talking about this whole the strike and the whole thing. And I, I asked him something, but I don't, they, they were calling us to go back inside. So I don't remember if he completely answered my question, but I'm, I'm very curious. Like this movie you talked about at the very end, they recreated a whole scene with AI. But my question is, were the recreated like actors from the movie, but they recreated those same actors yes. doing a scene. My question is, okay, but is it possible for a studio to create, okay, La, La Femme Nikita, whatever. They said they're going to do a remake of La Femme Nikita. So instead of getting... An actual actress that exists. Can they create a human being and call yeah. her Joanne Smith and that doesn't exist and do a movie around this woman that is not an actress? Yeah, 100%. And make a star out of a... Out of a robot. Out of, out of a fake and AI image. Yeah, of course. So they can do that. So it's not only they're going to do Lauren Luna and it's, it's you, but it's not you acting. It's, it's the, the, the image of you. It's actually a brand Whoa. new person. Yeah, just in the way that in Transformers, for example, they create Optimus Prime. They have an image they're going off, but it's all computer generated, right? So right. you can computer generate. Yeah, but that's like like caricatures. I'm talking about no, a human. Can they? You, uh, will, will they do that? Create 100%. a human being and 100%. make that a star out of that human being that doesn't exist. Hundred percent. Yes. Now, I don't know how far away we are from that. That might be a little and, while and, longer, and, but how, right or how long? Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. how long can you sustain it for a whole movie? Yeah. And carry it on to another movie and keep carrying so it on. So out of work, right. basically. Actors are going to be I non-existent. Mean, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a road. It's not going to happen overnight. But 100%, you can you can create that. Jesus yeah. Lord. And so, that is that is terrifying. <laughs> Especially actors, right? It's like, and the, what's then what's left? You know? I mean, thank God that stage still is, you really can't mess that up, you know? Yeah. It, there are people, it's live, and that's one of my favorite mediums. Yeah. Uh, and unless you know they start introducing holograms i don't know it feels oh, like my god. oh my god <laughs> it's freaking scary tell us about your two projects are transformers spider-man and spider-man across the spider-verse that is in theaters now it's doing phenomenal of course it's going to do phenomenal it's doing it's doing really well and transformers as well which um is doing uh i think transformers we opened we had the premiere and okay response was was pretty amazing for wow. both of them. Given mm -hmm. that, you know, there are human component, 
the human component in Transformers, of course, we have our two heroes, yeah. you know, Anthony Ramos and who's just yes. wonderful. And Dominique Fishback, who's who's super lovely. And they, you know, are fighting, they go to Peru and um looking for this key that when the key they get the key, they can put it together with the other half of the key and and save the world, right? Um as a kid, I was watching uh, you know, I remember Raiders of the Lost Ark. I watched Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and Hitter, and I was like, wow, like these experiences are wonderful to watch, but never seeing myself in them. Yeah. It's only watching these two, Anthony and Dominique, I was like, there are kids who are having the same reaction to them that I did watching Harrison Ford. Of course. That's incredible. Like really incredible. And I think the same thing in Spider-Man. There are kids who are watching an animated superhero that for them, of course, Miles Morales is Afro-Latino. Claro. Like, why not? Why wouldn't he be? And these aren't things that I grew up with, you know? I remember watching Star Wars when I was a kid. And when, you know, Luke Skywalker, he was home and he was drinking this blue blue milk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if I would ever get the chance to drink blue milk. Like, as a kid, you're just thinking, are those, are those things accessible to me? Yeah. Am I part of that world or is that world exclusive and I'm not Mm -hmm. part of it. And what I love about both of these movies is that we're in this world. Absolutely. It's amazing. And you get to be a part of both. And they're huge movies, Lauren Luna. How uh, how proud are you of yourself? You know, because I know you've done huge things in the past and very successful shows. But at this age, after all these years, to be able to say, my career has been pretty blessed. Pretty amazing. You, You know, I just... It's almost just like it's going. It's it's like a train that you just sort of find yourself on going express, and you're like, oh snap, this uh-huh. is going express. I had no idea. That's awesome. You know, it's it feels um, exhilarating, is what I want to say, mm. because who, you know, you never know what it's going to be in this business that's going to take you over over a particular hump or take you to a different yeah, otro nivel, claro. and it to be an animated movie and the Transformers is like okay. It's wonderful, sure. Voy para allá. Voy para allá, qué bueno. You never know. And that's one of the things about the business, right? It's so unpredictable. It is unpredictable. But you know what? It's been pretty consistent for you. And I've known, we've known each other for a long time and I have followed your career. And you're one of the very, very few that can say, you know what? I have worked consistently and it's always good work and nobody has anything weird to say because I've done it with dignity and, and I'm very good at my job and, and I'm, Proud to be Latina, to you know? <laughs> they might have weird things to say. No, they, they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't anything, anything, anything but love. Anything, nothing but love for you. It's been amazing. And it's been a, a complete treat to to watch you just thrive. And it's only it's the beginning. It's gonna continue. You know, it's gonna continue. You look fantastic. You you're so talented. So it's been it's been awesome to watch. Absolutely. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm really thrilled, and I got to tell you guys, I was really excited about doing this podcast. Oh, because good. I, I think the, yeah, I mean, first of all, it's just a, I mean, the two of you, and then this is the dynamic that you have together is, is wonderful, <laughs> hilarious. I'm glad you I'm, think so. Sometimes we're not sure, but. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Says our therapist, but. <laughs> 
it's it's thank wonderful. you yeah it's been it's been a great ride uh, for us as well it started as an experiment we, we got offered to do this and we're like oh my gosh should we uh, are we and then we started and like you said it's been like we got on top of this wagon that this train and it just keeps going and going and people seem to enjoy it and laugh and think and cry you know and and it's been incredible to to feel that proximity you know with fans and colleagues and things like that it's been pretty pretty awesome yeah it's it's wonderful also to for me because you know there are things that you actually want to be part of it's like yes i would love to do that i'd love to sit down and talk with them i wish mm. we could do it in person you know what i, I mean? know Absolutely. it would have been amazing but it's it's great and sometimes you want because this is this feels like real connection this feels yeah. like real communicating shared experiences and all that stuff it's it's wonderful that's so awesome well thank you we appreciate that you came um, you know that I I'm so proud of you and ojalá te pueda ver pronto para darte un abrazo it's been too many I'm years seeing, yes mi see it's been so it's been so many years yeah. yes 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 we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing the projects because our, 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 the both of them our son is going to go crazy watching both of them he loves Transformers loves Transformers loves Spider-Man I know and again you know like it's important to us he's a, he's a little you know Puerto Rican white kid mix right so for him to see <laughs> what that well even though he's like the blondest puerto rican that there is I have, our daughter's I, more latino looking funny. than my son. i have a dark girl <laughs> and a very white kid is the funniest thing they don't look alike. they don't even look related is the funniest thing ever but they are related but he's very proud <laughs> to be half puerto rican and yeah. to see representation like that it's it's such a big deal uh for us to be able to share yes. with him and uh yeah. and, and just to see it on the big screen especially in movies like that i know dream big he's gonna love it so he's i think he's gonna really love it and i think even adults love it because the messaging Absolutely. is it's it's we need it there's yeah. such good stuff and we're so i keep saying we're so fractured as a society as a country yes yeah. so to see good you know stuff that makes you feel good and makes you happy i feel like that's part of the reason it's so successful people want to feel good they want to see stuff that may i mean here in new york like we have the the wildfires that are happening yeah in, coming so the sky is orange it wow. feels apocalyptic and it's like there's always there's there's always that sort of thing underneath now right since covid and i feel like people need to escape totally. to the to feel good and so i think i think not only will your son enjoy it you'll enjoy it awesome awesome sure. i love it well thank you so much mama god bless besitos y cuídate mucho Bye-bye. I hope to see you in person bye -bye. next time. Yes. Okay. Bye. Please. please. Bye. bye. That was lovely. She is so awesome and so really talented. Sweet. Yeah. She's one of um, Lisa's also closest friends. So it's, yeah. yeah. She reminds me of the girls in your circle of friends that you are Very extremely much. close to. And Very it's, much. It's, again, one of those people that you just want to root for. I want yeah. her to succeed. I want her to do well. Me too. Um, because she's too. worked hard and she's earned it. And it's interesting because we don't get to see each other a lot, but when we do, there's nothing but love. You know, I feel like I've, I feel like she, like she's like a like una hermana, you know, like she's so close to me, even though she's not. So yes, it's amazing. Well, everybody make sure you check out Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in theaters now and Transformers Rise of the Beast dropping June 9th. Yep. All right. Bye. I love Bye. you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at isedelladijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Isedelladijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye.
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.